Parental discretion is advised. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Enjoying this wonderful pizza from Slice on Broadway, the people in Pittsburgh that provide good pizza to podcasters. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show episode 464 for this uh, April 7th, 2015. Uh, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter's from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, ready to talk professionalized wrestling. That's right. And we got a very special one here uh, for you. First of all, let's go down the line. Coming at us from Poughkeepsie, New York, is Mad Mike. What up, Sorgo Seeing my last three hours of being 31. Oh, really? Yeah! Happy birthday. Thank you! Celebrate with us on the Indie Mayhem show later. Also with us from Johnstown, PA, is Bobby F. J-Town. I was messing with my ping on. I'm sorry. Um, hi, everybody. Oh, it, it gets worn out on, on, the, on the good lines from, uh, yeah, you, on the, good I, lines from the show before. Talking about Nintendo and new Pokemon thing. and I, The Pokemons wore you out, right? Yeah. Also did, with us yeah. from San Antonio, Texas, he's the commentator for Inspire Pro Wrestling. He's aiming to please. Eamon Payton, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I played my, my Penguin before the podcast started. No, no, no. It's not, <laughs> that's not the kind of podcast this is. Because <laughs> I'm a professional. But hey, how's it going? I'm playing with my Penguin right now. He's right here. Oh, stop put your penguin away also heck with us watch that five hole after his month hiatus is dj lunchbox joining us and oh. my what have you walked back into hello everybody i'm back and i'm so proud of all of you you're already <laughs> making dick jokes and penguins and everything like that it's uh it's good to be back i missed you all and also, we got a very special guest in studio. She's joined us before on the Indie Mayhem show. She's from around the area. We might have seen her on some Sorgatron Media productions in the past. She's Sarah Feeney. Hello, Feeney Army. Thanks for joining us tonight. Wait, you Sorg, what? you didn't introduce my guest. Oh, no, she's got my, the sting mask. My tag partner, my new tag partner. Oh, wait. That's creepy. Where's the police? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, right. Right. I'm sorry. He's a mic. I keep confusing them. I I was I didn't right know it was thing because you didn't have any bongo drums. That's what we're missing. Bongo drums. Bongo drums. Oh, it's, oh, been a it's while. good to see some things have not changed on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was about a year ago when you were on Indie Mayhem Show. Yeah. How you been doing? I've been good. And I just wanted to share something with our guests here, if you don't mind. Can you zoom in there? Oh, and I can't see, see that. I oh. can't see. That's LB in that picture. And is that a blow up John Cena? It is. Oh, and now happening. you have graduated to Roman Reigns, which stares at me awkwardly this entire podcast. But <laughs> I just am showing you guys this because Sorg is a Feeny Army member. That's right. Oh, it's from the Carlin's party. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Yes, and LB's there as well. Um, I think that I don't think that's the same party where we put you in a box for the Cena section. No, no. That was a different one. Um, that was a different one. I still I try to block out the memories still. <laughs> awesome. Well we got we got Sarah here. Very for... dirty things happened in that box. Oh no. I hope Very sweaty in that box. Weren't there like toys in the box? I don't even want to get into that. Um, wrestling figures. Eventually there was. There's... I think at one point I may have spilled a drink or something in the box. <laughs> something. You wore it for the entire three hours of the pay-per-view, just a box with a That's... opening. 
And it was the Cena section. You have exactly right. awkward friends. <laughs> <laughs> Show title. <laughs> awkward right. friends. Welcome to the Awkward Friends cast. Um, but we but get... I like you guys. You're cool. I like you. No worries. Awkward, but cool. It's the Awkward <laughs> Friend cast. You can join us here and be awkward with us live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com about 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and join us in the chat room just like our friends, like Riz is hanging out in there. Um, wheels, you know, Wheels. Hey, what's uh, up, course. Wheels? It's and, been a while. Uh, everybody else that jumps in there for the other night, Jojo John, uh, Brother Sorg's in there as well. And uh, we keep an eye on that for anybody uh, jumping in and see what's going on. Uh, you can also follow us at Mayhem Show on Twitter, of course. Wrestling Mayhem Show show is uh, d- uh dot com and on facebook the great facebook group we have a lot of there's a lot of conversation going on today what happened while i was busy <laughs> holy crap <laughs> um i love when i go in and something i didn't see several hours ago already has 45 comments um you guys get heated in there and also uh we're, the punch guards <laughs> no no we're not no 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 um and also uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Google Plus as well. And you can uh, subscribe to us, all the links at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And support us on Patreon. Support us uh, uh, by checking out our shop over on Pro Wrestling Tees. Spreadshirt. Great designs by the great Alex Cars. Uh, and uh, speaking of Patreon, you can be our boss too. Just like uh, Ciro, uh, WrestlingRevolution.com uh, is one. And of course, Diggity. And everybody has joined us in the past. Mike, are you still a Patreon? I can't remember. Did you... Um, I- I, I said I would I said I would um I would support the show until WrestleMania. Okay. And I have I have done so. If I was employed, I would be continuing to support <laughs> so the you Patreon see, because Matt... I love the uh, extra little videos I would get. <laughs> Mad Mike, who's a part of the show, still contributing in to become the boss of us all because he needs more authority around here. Yes. <laughs> and you can too, uh, patreon.com slash wrestling man show. You do get some extra stuff. We've uh, And we're actually going to be kind of releasing this stuff from like a month ago so you can kind of see what you get a first crack at. Oh, no. And we'll say, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thank you, everybody. I've actually been getting some great, great feedback from our Patreon supporters. And they're the ones that we, you know, we were more in direct convert conversation about what's going on. They got to hear my tired rant about what was going on this morning <laughs> uh, as far as the state of the show and everything. Can't wait to hear till I hear my peep review. Hear peep review that took you out of action <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the took night. Me out of a week of a podcast. That's, that's right. That's right. You could yeah. only hear Bobby if you were on gold that week, and then there was vomiting. Um, so let's get into a first topic of the week. Uh, AJ Lee, of course, retires at the ripe old age of twenty-eight. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yep. what that pension's like. Um, but no, I so so this is this is one of the reasons I I, I messaged uh, Sarah here because uh, we are having a great conversation about this with a bunch of dudes on a wrestling board. So I thought we'd get a little <laughs> bit of insight in this. So the story is uh, was announced, I believe, last Thursday, uh, and it was on WWE.com. Retires from the ring, retires from WWE. That doesn't mean she's not going to do other things. Who knows? Maybe she'll just become a valet at UFC. Who knows? Um, but uh, I don't know what her plan is. Um, For who, Sorg? What? For who? <laughs> Ronda, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah, for Ronda Rousey. <laughs> um, but no, I thought we'd go around the horn. Well, first, you know, Sarah, I, I, well, first, are you a fan, first of all, of uh, of AJ and the stuff she's done in WWE? I'm a fan of any woman that works hard. It, Sorg, these headphones aren't very complimenting to a woman. I'm just saying maybe some earbuds. Please. <laughs> are you messing with my sound here? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think maybe some pink earbuds, you know, would... Uh, 
would help, but uh, no. L- LB took him home last time. LB. <laughs> Jay Wiz. Mine broke. I'm sorry. Gosh. All right. So, so AJ. So she started wrestling in 2007, right? That's right. when she started training, started wrestling, got signed after a tryout with WWE 2009. She was part of the NXT season. Was that correct? Season mm-hmm. three, yeah. Season three. That was later after the training, of course. And so within that small amount of time, she has accomplished so much. Mm-hmm. She's what a three time Divas champion, two time Diva of the Year. I mean, held the championship for what, like two hundred eighty five days ish, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is some amazing accomplishments. So for the short time that she did have a career in wrestling, she did a lot of things and set a lot of milestones. So this is what this is my take on this though, uh, you know, because it feels like again it's like you know, oh she's retiring at twenty eight versus when we see other guys retire unless it's you know the case of something like Edge where it's a neck injury, much like forty, you know, so let's say let's say that, or even longer in the case of somebody like a Shawn Michaels or Triple H still freaking going right, um, and 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 we look back at at uh, I think the other great examples of girls that have done great stuff in the last twenty years in wrestling are uh, for me Lita and and Trish. Um, and again, I, I think looking at that shelf life of the divas, and I don't know, is this, is this a concern because, or is this a thing that happens because, because they're divas? Like what, you know, and you know, you being in this field, you know, um, what is that kind of concern that, you know, you would only have maybe this, this long span maybe in this, but it looks like they're all going willingly. Like, like, I think they pretty much retired under their own, uh, you know, motivation at at that time even for them yeah i mean two things about this like first you know women they decide at a certain point that they want to maybe start a family and Mm -hmm. as a as a a woman it's a lot harder to be on the road how many days a year you know after having a baby wanting to be there for a baby so yeah there of course is the human aspect of it of what you want in life Mm -hmm. um but maybe she's, you know, at a place. Well, first of all, we all know how retiring and wrestling goes. I have seen <laughs> on the indie scene myself, I have seen a handful of names. It's kind of like, oh, I, I'm, you know, congratulations, you're retiring. See you in three months. Exactly. It's like, like retirement almost- match this month, you know, comeback match next month. It's like, it's very short term uh, yeah. a lot of the time. So, but, you know, I, I checked on her. She seems to be kind of getting interested in things outside of wrestling. She's doing some things for like adoption, like Mm. pets, you know, things like that. So she obviously is a worker. She's going to continue to work. She's not going to just sit home with her feet up. I just don't see her as that kind of woman, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just, you know, and, 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 and two, I was thinking about this, like AJ, you know, she reached a certain height, you know, she did so well in such a short amount of time. And then it's like, you know, she gets married, she comes back and it's like, Will she ever reach that peak again? And sometimes people think maybe I should, you know, just kind of go out while I'm on top per Mm -hmm. se instead of trying to drag things out. So they want them to be remembered as, you know, Mm -hmm. the best that they were at that time. Lending to that, she did just have her match, a really good match at WrestleMania, not some, my opinion, stupid invitational battle royalty thing like they had last year, right? Um, What's that? That's oh, that's week. next week. I, I see we're, yeah, we're going back to the well on that one. Um, but anyways, that's a battle royal, you know. Um, but anyways, but, but, but um, that missed my other point now. Sorry, Bobby. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's all right. Um, 
but also, yeah, you know, she she also didn't. Apparently, the WWE wasn't aware she was about to go this direction. So I think it was very smart as far as that goes. But again, you know, I think there's also this kind of glass ceiling. I don't know if you watch Total Divas. We're all strangely addicted to it here around here. Um, but I know, like the, the not, is not all sorts. Not all of us. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Will. Thank not you. All, all of us. There's, true... there's one sane one in the bunch. <laughs> all of us true wrestling fans are addicted. We want to know all every wrestling. aspect to it. Total Divas, NXT. You I'm out. telling you, you network out. all day, every day, nine ninety nine. But anyways, um, but the, even there, that discussion is happening amongst the Bellas. You know, unfortunately, if one of them wants to get pregnant, that kind of affects the other one because they're kind of a package, right? But they're 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 really kind of tackling those things. That I think it sounds like that that AJ's getting, and, and I think it's an unfortunate. We talk about like the, the topic going around is gender equality in, in the business, and it's definitely not there in the entertainment business across the board. It's not going to be because it's the entertainment business, unfortunately. But it, it, there's not really much further to go than where like Nikki is now, where AJ was for the longest time. Beth Phoenix was there on top, and she left. You know, um, is that do you think a pro? Is it is it a WWE problem? Or is that a wrestling problem? You think, or is it a problem? Um, is is what gen- what what is the problem? Um, kind of like that, you lost me. Like, sorry, like, I'm sorry. That, that's the kind of peak, and there's not really much more to go. And maybe maybe that's why this shows a short span for well, something like I that. I think the WWE has changed a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and in the in the way that they allow their workers, wrestlers, superstars to go different directions in their career instead of only being WWE. You know, you maybe want to have a fashion line or, you know, want to do movies or whatever. If you want to do other things other than wrestling that they allow you to do that and using the WWE platform to build your fan base, build your name, you know, mm-hmm. and go those different directions to chase your other dreams. So, you know, I just think it's up to the person in general. I mean, if you remember Trish Stratus, she she went out on top too. But then it, w- it seemed like it was just a short time later and it was like Lita's retiring. And it was like, where did this come from? I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. So, you know, and, and we know AJ Lee is a huge Lita fan. So to maybe she didn't want to be, you know, have that published in the late. She'll be in the Hall of Fame in three years, you know. Hall of Fame three years. She was different, you know, (laughs) and that's what stuck. And so now someone's got to fill that void. Or maybe it is because we do see a lot of girls coming up. I I think, um, personally, I think, you know, between what's happening in NXT and what's there now on the main roster, I think we're getting a pretty good mix of, like, girls that can work up there. Absolutely. And put some good men. The Divas, give Divas a chance is happening and everything. Maybe it's time. Uh, maybe she was seeing everything getting flooded and everybody coming up. and like, well, I'm out. Maybe. Uh, do you think that her wearing that Bailey shirt was a way for her to kind of, like, pass the torch to who she felt was, was right to fill a position that right. she was right. going to leave I, open? I also think towards her... Uh, her slammy speech where she basically was like, there's going to be the Sasha Banks's and Bailey's and the Charlotte's that are going to come up and hopefully take my spot. And, and I, I, that's really interesting to look at now in retrospective, like the, that concept of there is a cycle of women that can, you know, rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. The the thing about like when divas leave WWE too, if it's not really their choice, sometimes they don't get the best exits. Like, yeah, we say Trish went out on top. Do you guys remember the last segment Lita was in? Because I do. I do. That, was, that was not great. It was not great. It was crime time auctioning off a vibrator that was supposedly Lita's. That was her way I out? Mean, yeah, that, that was, was her last, last thing. Wow. Like, I mean, it's 
it's very AJ to just randomly announce on a Thursday when they're not taping, when <laughs> WWE can't take advantage of it, that she's done. She went out her yeah. way. How'd that conversation yeah. go, you think? I mean, <laughs> is there like a, is she at the right, because <laughs> is, is she at the right spot of her contract that she could be like, yeah, I'm taking this out, you know, or, or, or what, you know, or was she giving yeah. an attention? She was re-signing and, and maybe just, just dropped the bomb at the last minute. Um, I mean, she also, the elephant in the room, she also could be pregnant. There was a picture that went out mm. on Instagram. I wasn't it Emma, like kind of no Bailey. Bailey, Bailey, like kind of had a hand on her stomach, kind of like signing that. You know, well, yeah, I, I mean, but that came out before WrestleMania. <laughs> that was before WrestleMania. It was okay. a hug, essentially. Okay. But, no, she could have found out afterwards. That's true. That's true. Because like uh, the Paige interview with Jericho on Talk Is Jericho, Paige said her mother was wrestling while she was pregnant. Paige's mother obviously didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. But it could be a could be a similar situation. We don't know. Or you know, maybe she just maybe she realized she wasn't happy. She doesn't seem like a selfish person, and she realized why am I taking a spot that someone else would die to have? Mm-hmm. Why am I take why am I keeping this opportunity for someone else that wants it and I'm not happy? You know. And I think going to like what Sorg said, how, you know, there's the women's championship or the divas championship, whatever era it is. You know how far a woman can go in the WWE is sort of a point to that. I mean, I, the shelf life is interesting. Of you know Trish Lita as well, but also people like you know Eve Torres, who's only there for like five years, or Kelly Kelly, or or you know so many others. They reach the pinnacle, and it's like, well, what do I do now? Do I just stay here, right, right, and, and just stay on this top spot, or do I you know move on and, and try something else? Uh, she you also have to oh, go ahead. You also have to consider she's going to work every day and she's in this top spot. And instead of chanting her name, they're chanting her husband's name. Yeah. And she can look at that situation and she can also look at, you know, the everything that's going on between her employer and her husband and everything like that. And then she can look at her bank account and say, I've been very smart with my money. I've uh, I've held on to it. I'm in a good position right now. I can walk away from this and be fine. Mm -hmm. If I Mm -hmm. had the money to retire at 28, I would have. But I didn't have the money. None of us do. That's why none of us retired at 28, probably. I can't uh, speak personally for everybody, but if I, you know what I mean? Hey, you know, Eamon, now, Eamon still has a chance over there. Yeah, Eamon yeah. still has a chance, you know. Yeah. Bobby's, yeah, Bobby, Bobby's loaded. Everybody knows that he <laughs> is because gonna, he's loaded. He, he uh, loves the work. I'm going to Gail Kim roll right out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sword, going back to like women's shelf life in wrestling and mm-hmm. if you're happy or not, let's look at Natalia Nightheart, for example. I mean, you know, obviously she draws a different crowd than AJ. AJ just stuck out. She was different, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalia, she's been wrestling since like maybe 2000, you know, so she's going to have 15 years, debuted like roughly 2007. So, Natalia has been, you know, I think personally I've I've met her and I've seen her work ethic busting her butt trying to be that next big thing in the women's division, that big impact and is not getting the 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 light that AJ was getting and then AJ may not be happy and so that's kind of where I was going with that too is okay. like yeah. and you're saying, you know, women's shelf life, okay, well Natalia's there just because she's not, you know, and you know whatever doing things that AJ was doing she's still busting her butt and i think that she's you know going to be there until 
you know, so she's she's been going for how long? I think she's more. She it says here she started training in 2000, came to WWE, of course, 2007. Uh, it was definitely been there longer. Uh, AJ didn't premiere until uh, 2010 with uh, season three of NXT. Okay. I know we all love that season. Um, but uh, yeah, that got weird. <laughs> and I also think. Here, go ahead, Bobby. Oh. How long has Rosa Mendez been? <laughs> uh, um, consistently? Alicia Fox, I think, is technically the senior but, but member I, of yeah, the Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. She actually is really good at wrestling. Here's the thing. Look at, look at Alicia Fox. Look how long she's been there. And compare her to some of the other wrestlers and mm-hmm. how long they've been there. And, but I think there's also a stigma and has been a long, long times with the Diva uh, division of because they, they haven't been giving them a chance but there's also you know there were a lot of girls that really couldn't wrestle for a while too you know uh you know your kelly kelly's and, and stuff along the along the way and hey, you know, kelly kelly could go much like we fell into this gap or <laughs> bobby uh much much like much Kelly like, Kelly couldn't go into the ropes, Bobby. Much like we go into the spot where like every nobody can do a promo on their own and everybody has to be scripted and everybody's like, Man, I'd love that we get back to that old you know, the old way of doing that. You know, I think the divas got to the same thing. You had your Trish and Lita, holy crap, Mickey James, you know, kind of thing. You fell into fell into your your Kelly Kelly's and had a bunch of those. Um, and you still will. You still will. will. It's going to be a cycle. I mean, they're going to be doing a diva search. So that's the idea of it, right? Is to find the beautiful women that fill these spots for managers, whatever's, you know. But yes, you're right. They they look for women with talent because they realize that professional wrestling is evolving. People Mm -hmm. are enjoying seeing women work good matches. It, it it angers me. I uh I woke up Sunday because I uh, fell asleep with the network on in my chair because I because my wife was away so I can do that. Uh, but uh, I woke up to the first episode of Tough Enough. It just angers me so bad that the first one eliminated is now on Tilda Divas and all this other crap. <laughs> it just makes yeah. me so mad. And then she does a Kamala pin. Um, but anyways, other than that, but but I mean, really, and that is kind of you know the way that they look at a football player and say, well, of course we can turn him into a wrestler. You look at a model in a diva search and did that Carmella ever do a match? Did she just show up and do Playboy and yeah, that was she it? Fought, oh, no. Oh, oh. Carmella, Carmella. did yeah, 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 no, yeah. She, she no, never wrestled. No. Hey, and he, she even Mendez, I think. Had, is like, a, maybe, a, maybe a Playboy pillow fight. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, but that was like that was the bar at that point. And unfortunately, I think the entire division was just painted with that, even though we had awesome Beth Phoenixes and stuff, you know? Um, but I don't know. I, you know even. I, 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 I've seen, I personally, I mean, I've been a professional wrestling fan my entire life, mm-hmm. probably since I was about four years and, old. And how long have you been in the business for those new? Uh, sure. I trained 2009 with mm-hmm. IWC's um, school, training school, and then I had my first match in 2010, and Sonny was actually the special guest ring announcer, mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool. And I know you've been involved with matches. I know uh, Gail Kim has been around, for, I forget who was the other, but Tracy Brooks Tracy was Brooks, it was a TNA, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Uh, it, it, and you've 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 been around and, and rubbed up rubbed elbows with a lot of these people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been locally here in Pittsburgh. For those you know that may have seen me, I've worked IWC, I've worked RWA, mm-hmm. I had one appearance for VOW. I now work Five Star. Um, he runs bi-weekly, you know, about twice a month. So, and then I've been working a lot out of state too. So mm-hmm. I held the um, ACW in Maryland. I've held their championship, uh, women's championship. I'll be going to MCW. 
W here. Um, I was up in Delaware. So yeah, so I have inquiries coming in from different states and it's great to be able to meet. I just, I was at my last Delaware show. I was sitting backstage talking to uh, JJ Dillon and mm-hmm. to be able to get his insight and everything and actually exchanged emails with him afterwards and just told him thank you that I appreciated his time because, you know, to be able to take that time to give it to someone like me and, and tell me, you know, what you think I can work on and whatever like that, that was cool. But, um, but what I was saying is that, you know, being a wrestling fan all my life, I've seen women's wrestling evolve so much. Mm-hmm. Never did I imagine when I was younger and I was, you know, a fan of Shawn Michaels, Ken Shamrock, um, one, two, three kid, people like that watching their matches happen. Never did I think that women would one day be selling merchandise, selling t-shirts, um, have their own reality show, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. I mean, it has just evolved and it's amazing. And people like it. And and I read that, you know, people are enjoying Total Divas because they're showing their personality. So, you know, and I think that the wrestling world is just changing. Mm-hmm. It's reality era, as Triple H said, right? And, uh, and, and I know we've talked about on the show, I think, uh, you know, friends and friends of ours um, have been getting into watching Raw, looking for that Divas segment because Total Divas, you know, mm-hmm. brought them into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many more opportunities there. And, and even, I think, in the indies, I think it's amazing to see. Like, I was excited that VOW last year uh, did a women's show, which is the first I've known in the area. And, of course, Cleveland, they do an AOW all the time. And you see in that, and you see entire promotions shine, shimmer, WSU, you know, uh, uh, you know the, the, tons of other ones. They're just women's wrestling. And there's a lot of opportunity on that level, too, to, to find something. Uh, TNA doesn't knock out its only pay-per-view once a year, at least. Maybe twice, I don't know. Um, and, and there, there is a lot going on there. It's not just, it's obviously not just WWE, and even oh, maybe H will pop up on some of these things. I don't know if maybe it's because. I mean, I don't know because I've only been doing this again since 2010. So I've only been exposed to so much. But, um, you know, maybe more women are becoming interested in it and realizing mm-hmm. that the dream is, you know, very possible to capture kind of thing. But um, I think that people are seeing that there can be beautiful women that know how to wrestle and can have just as good of a match as some of the guys on the card and i'm i'm just saying that they realize they would rather see that than see maybe models that really don't know much about wrestling maybe don't respect certain aspects of the business or maybe not maybe what do you think sorg that was a lot that's a wide brush there <laughs> um but, i try to be optimistic right yeah. right right no no and I, I think there's a lot of that and i think it's really cool to see that and it's really good i was really um and i go back to this and we talk about this on the indie show but this, this is more of a state of women's wrestling conversation but i was really excited because i i saw uh, exotic women of wrestling was on the card for juggalo championship wrestling in the gathering i'm like oh it's gonna be a bunch of strippers in the ring isn't it thankfully i went and it was wrestlers it was cherry bomb it was i can't remember all the names it was was one we talked to a couple of them on the show amen if you can help me with names here dyslexia dyslexia uh uh, but yeah yeah uh i i think going back to like what zork said about like that whole it it kind of is the same thing with the males in a sense of like well we're gonna get like a football player or, or somebody from like that athlete world and make them a wrestler instead of just hiring a wrestler like i i i i think that's just more of WWE's mentality of growing their own stars i guess yeah yeah um yeah. i and it, it's been effective there's plenty of women that i think on the WWE main roster that 
didn't go into this originally as in the you know going into it because they were a wrestler first or whatever that are still having I think good matches and and mm-hmm. and, and being successful. I just feel like it's going back to it, just the whole uh, portrayal thing and then what they give them and and going back to it, like the opportunities they give them. Is there more they can get than just you know? Yeah, you know, I um... a, a match on a show. Yeah, and uh, of course, I mean, they're definitely models, um, beauty pageant winners that can be athletic and and be good wrestlers. I actually am friends with um, a woman named Renee Michelle, and she is amazing in the ring. And she started Mm -hmm. as a model, same as Mandy Leon from, you know, I don't, I'm not personally, you know, friends with Mandy or anything like that. She's an amazing worker, and she started as a model. And so... And I just know that by reading about her. Yeah. And so did Trish, you know, so you can definitely, you know, transform. Um, I actually, I appreciated having a talk with Regal one time, uh, not too long ago. Uh, I won't disclose the location Uh, anyway. (laughs) And he was telling me that kind of what they're looking for now is people with a bigger fan base, you know, going after people that, um, are known for other things, maybe like, uh, I don't know if I can say like soccer player and stuff like that. That's bringing like a crossover yeah, appeal, yeah. much like 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 how Brock brings all this these UFC fans right. over. Uh, right, R- Ronda Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is going to bring all these UFC people over. So so yeah, I, I can definitely see that. But I think that I, I think the good thing that's being shown is that there is a demand. Like kind of what you mentioned, like the fact that you know women's merchandise is selling really high on shop, and and I think even AJ mentioned like they they're the women are usually one of the highest rated segments on the show. They have, you know, the, the success of total divas alone. Like, uh, there's a demand for women in, in professional wrestling. And maybe you know, that's why yeah. she was so vocal going out the door about the give divas a chance a few weeks ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, so she just burned the place down on the way out and, uh, left, left it hopefully better. I wondered if, it. if when she came back with that whole angle, if she would be feuding with Stephanie, but maybe they weren't going that direction. You know what? I, I don't know anymore. I, I've talked about this before um, on some of the other shows. I think WWE is at this point where, um, much like we really loved being fooled before when, you know, Attitude Era, you didn't know what was going to happen. I think social media is that playground now. So I think stuff like that, I think there's as much of that stuff that you hear about, like the AJ, AJ Lee comments about give women a chance, um, that's real and enough that are planted and enough that are a mix of work shoot, if you will. Um, that I think that's where we're looking at tweets and we're just like, wait, was that for real? Was that supposed to happen? Like even like the Darren Young thing where he talked about uh, them going to Arab Emirates, you know, they let him do it. They, that we know of, he, he's obviously not being put down. He's doing great stuff and getting a spot on, on raw, you know? Well, so like Cena said last night on the podcast with Jericho taking chances, right? You know, not being afraid to be do rewarded. things. And they love seeing that when you do it and it works out, you know, right. you gotta be, gotta be not afraid of things. And I still think we're going to see somewhere down the line a CM Punk and AJ versus Stephanie and Triple H match. That would bring in so high of ratings, so much WrestleMania money. WrestleMania 33. Mm. I'm, I mean, that would be – because I was saying for the longest time when Brian was champion, I want to see Bree and Brian versus Stephanie Triple H. Mm-hmm. But CM Punk and AJ makes 10,000 times more sense. Especially consider that after uh, after CM Punk has had a run in UFC and been a draw mm-hmm. over there, and then to come back again to the WWE, that would be insane. They've mm-hmm. discussed this because Jay- then he would get then he would get the part time run that he always kind of right wanted. It seems he like, start like pick- he want he wanted the same 
respect that The Rock got when he did his part-time run. Mm-hmm. The Rock does when he does his part-time stuff. JR, like, JR talks about this on his podcast, and I think around the CM Punk situation, that uh, WWE is really good. This is kind of a company thing. Uh, JR, WWE is really good about like letting people go and hiring them back at four times the cost uh, as consultants. Um, and that's what they do with Jericho. That's what they do with The Rock. That's what they will maybe one but day why? do with CM Punk. But why? Because they bring in money. They bring right. in ratings. Right. Right, because they come back and and they came back, or they it's did something business. else. Uh, Jericho's going around doing Fozzie. There's your crossover there. Uh, Rock's doing Holy Crap, Furious Seven. He's going to come back in a few months, say hi, have a cup of coffee, and they just bumped up the ratings on Raw, and he gets his money. Right? And he's the Batista in you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Batista, Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Yeah, they, haven't, they haven't brought him back yet necessarily. When they bring yeah. him back, I hope he doesn't understand metaphors. <laughs> I just, I just hope he does, like I just hope that's a new wrinkle of his character. Someone says I'm going to kick your ass, and he's like, "Just my ass." That seems kind of insufficient. Like just he, comes out full makeup, or like he or he goes against Taker. Taker goes like this. Why would you put your finger to your throat? That doesn't make any sense. Bobby, Bobby, you seem quiet <laughs> over there. I, I do. Yes. <laughs> my phone rang and I had to mute. My, oh uh, yeah. Microphone. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts before we move on to another topic here? Um, I I just think it's good for AJ that she stepped out when she she went on on her terms. Um, I wish we all could do that. Uh, <laughs> As Bobby gets reflective on his own life and career. But uh, it's yeah, okay, man. We still got this podcasting her. thing could take off. We got a chance. Yeah. yeah. So. Sounds good. All right. Uh, <laughs> with that, I want to take a quick break, and we'll have more here with Sarah Feeney. And then later on with our big question, the big return with Papa Lunchbox. Glad to see him back on here. Uh, but in the meantime, hey, go support go support our friends. Uh, Sarah Feeney, for instance, is on some of this stuff over at PittsburghWrestling.com. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can check out some of her some of her best stuff, you know, taking on the likes of uh, uh, Sassy Steph, for instance. I know we got Sassy in there. Sassy Steph. Uh, we got Sassy, Sassy Steph. We got Casey Carlisle, Jesse Bell, Madison, uh, hopefully soon Ray Lynn. I'm coming after you, girl. So, yeah, YouTube, Italian Diva AS, Twitter, Sarah Feeney, S-E-R-A. Come on, guys. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. There was that one time you were in a battle royal. Are you talking about IWC? Yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> do you do you remember how I got out of the battle royal? Yeah. Do you? How was it? It wasn't. Yeah, John McChesney. If if John McChesney, if you're listening, I have not forgot. You super kicked me out of the battle royal. I think he was intimidated. I'm pretty sure. I think I smacked him first, so it might have contributed, but. Yeah, I was. I showed up and I told Chuck, I was like, put me in this. Put me in this. I'm not afraid of these guys. And boom. But if you watch the footage, I did kick some butt before I left. Yeah, she did. You can check that out. That's uh, one of the combat and clear fields, I think, four, five-ish, something like that, if you want to check that out. PittsburghWrestling.com, all kinds of fun stuff, and including, uh, if you want to see ladies wrestling, VOW has, like I said, that um, uh, ladies show from uh, last year. I think it's uh, Vixen Mayhem was the name of the show, if you want to check that out. And uh, all kinds of other fun stuff uh, coming up there. I think there might be a women's title coming from... 
one of the other sources that we have coming in over there. And you check out our stuff like finding Zach Gowan. Um, uh, Zach Gowan, just Zach Gowan, by the way, Instagrammed. Uh, he's apparently did some kind of uh, DDP yoga challenge and dude is looking ripped. He's never looked that good. He's amazing. He's, he's an he's amazing, awesome. inspirational story. He's the coolest dude I've met in wrestling. Sorry, Fleck. Sorry, Fleck. <laughs> 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 um but uh and, but you know but we got a lot of great stuff there go check it out montreal theory all kinds of fun stuff support international wrestling cartel support indie wrestling in general anything you pick up there is super appreciated by uh, myself supporting this show and everything else uh, and, and and the guys themselves the, the you know the money goes to the the, the, the uh the promotions themselves as well so with that uh let's get into topic number two and this includes a little bit of the diva search we were talking about uh, new fall season even though it's spring actually some of these these are spread out uh throughout the year uh we got our first kind of view at this at wrestlemania they ran a commercial for wwe network um and we're gonna get diva search it was just announced tough enough actually is going to be on usa smackdown is moving to usa usa is the wrestling channel now it's like it's like WWE Network. No suit. longer suits, ladies and gentlemen. No more suits. <laughs> oh, but they're still gonna have sirens, though. Can't forget about sirens. We're gonna bring back the silk stockings. You watch it. Yes. Um, La Femme Nikita. Let's do this. Uh, bring it back to the '90s, guys. But um, USA Up All Night, hosted by Ronda Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. Oh, <laughs> oh Bobby, no. Rosa Mendez and Santino Morello. It'd be tremendous. Oh, I was gonna say Gilbert Gottfried again, but okay. Gilbert. Why not? Why not? Um, but anyway, so, but they got a whole uh, lineup here. Uh, they're going to have an adult TVMA Seth Green pushed Camp WWE cartoon. Why do a cartoon that's MA? Because they can. Archer. It- Archer. There you go. Maybe it's because. It, well, I feel like I feel like it's because the fact that it's on the network. Maybe they're leaning towards a more adult audience. I, mm. I mean. I, I got. I, I can see. I mean, maybe not. I, but I if like I have that. a kid and he turns on the network and it's a cartoon, he's totally watching it. Well, that's and, true. And that's and why the, you use parental but controls. There's also, there's also parental controls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, can I can I unlock that parental control to watch it? No, Bob. You don't know my password. Okay. <laughs> and this is why. You ruined everything. <laughs> Bobby, is that a dog in the background? That is my cat. Oh, okay. Hi. That's Penny. Hi, we had the dog on the last show, oh, okay. um, but but no, I think well the, to that to that. Why are they doing this MMA MMA stuff? Because they got that. They got the Jerry Springer too hot for TV. Um, wasn't there another one they're doing that's that's kind of more risque? Uh, Didn't the Jerry Springer thing seem just like a clip show? Though? It's going to be a clip show with Jerry Springer. It's a, it's completely yeah. what's going to be. But they're going to show that old stuff they can't show anymore because it was Attitude Era when they were allowed to do that. Of course, and bloody stuff, and and who knows what else. It's going to be it's going to be like a. I don't know. It's going to be like, hey, remember the stupid thing? They're going to do the chopped a wee wee thing, you know, and, and those kinds of scenes. And Jerry's going to, of course, is going to watch him for the first time, react. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's an interesting way to resurface that stuff. And I mean, the, they can make, I don't even know how many clip shows, like WWE Countdowns and WrestleMania rewinds and everything, and just reuse all that content they're sitting on and resurface it a little bit. It's a good, it's actually not, a good strategy. Not even just the WWE stuff. They have. Do you remember all the crazy shit that happened in WCW? <laughs> That's true, too. And ECW? Yeah. Jesus. That's true. Uncensored ECW stuff? It would go perfectly there. You have that. I'm hardcore. I'll take them both. You have that. You have the camp WWE. 
<laughs> you have the camp WWE that's TVMA. You're filling that audience that wants the Attitude Era back by one reliving the Attitude Era, maybe the stuff they didn't see in the Attitude Era to begin with. You see, a lot of it's very much like Attitude Era content too, mm-hmm. like like the stuff that they but they you know put out there is more for that sort of generation of, of wrestling fans. I feel it is. Yeah, it is. Those, I feel like those are the that's the main audience buying the network. They're you know the adults now who grew up on this stuff. They have the money to spend and they want to relive their childhood. They're super serving those people that want those things, you know. Um, you can get in there and see that. You can get in there and see, you know, uh, you know. Triple H has admitted that the NXT fan base is a is a hardcore fan base. They're paying nine ninety nine, and no matter what they say, no matter how much they push it, is the hardcore that's going to put down that money. I think so. Like easily, you know, the the people that aren't uh, dissuaded by seeing Raw every week and like, ah, it's not for me anymore, you know. Has have you guys ever been to an NXT show? No. Nobody here, now. but our yeah. friends, the Carlins, have. Yeah. You have been, yes. I have. You been. guys have. Let's take a round of a. Yeah, <laughs> I've been, and you know what? It is such a different atmosphere. Is it okay? The, the, how close does it just feel like an indie show with a budget? It is very similar is because like, first of all, you know, yeah, it's so similar because the fans know all the chance. They know. I mean, they're on it. They are like definitely keyed into the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now i wonder what's going to happen when they travel more i you know i i there was um the show they did before wrestlemania i thought was flat crowd wise i didn't think the crowd was into it i i just there was no feel to it i thought um, well the show they did before wrestlemania was back are at, you talking about the, what was back are on, you talking about the cleveland one or the uh no, the one the, right before wrestlemania because that was at uh back at full sale no, the one no they did one the week of WrestleMania. No, it wasn't the club. It wasn't the club. It wasn't the, there on the road Owens, thing, was it? With Owens and uh, um, Finn Balor. Yeah, I thought that was from there. I thought that was no. live there from. Uh, no. That was Cleveland. No, 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 that was the ending. No. That was the. That was the last. That was the last show they were taping. Yeah, technically taping those series, were filmed so. out of order. Usually, right? the, well, they yeah, filmed the, the Cleveland one was filmed. After those shows, right? Well, oh. they film like I don't know, like three or four shows, right? Because right, like so that's the, where I went. I went to Full Sail, right? And th- yeah, so they have them weeks in advance. Yeah, they, and they did a weird mix-up thing because I know the one last week. Obviously, they had no time to tape that in between all these other uh, Cleveland ones or anything. But no, I thought the one before was a live one from um, from somewhere no, in California. No, no, it was the last one with Balor Owens was from Full Sail. Okay, and it was at the it was at the very end of the taping, yeah. so usually they actually, the crowds are kind of dead around that. They actually advertised it. They advertised that this week the NXT they're going to show the one from Access. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that should be an insane crowd, right? Because there's a bunch, a bunch of people heard, that want to see. They were chanting NXT, and even the Columbus one, the crowd was there and into it, and they drew, they drew a crazy crowd. Um, yeah. and, and there was a lot of comment on like, no, people are here to see these guys. They're not here to see Triple H as much as they're here to see these guys, and they have their own fan base. And I think it's pretty tremendous, and we're seeing like guys like Neville popping up and doing tremendous stuff already. So, um, well, let's go down the list a little bit more on this. Like I said, Tough Enough is coming back. It's going to be more interactive. Is it true Austin's not going to be on Tough Enough? Yeah. That breaks my heart. Austin, <laughs> you please. Was great. I, you are made you podcast Tough Enough. Today? Yeah, it's podcast yeah. explaining what's going on with Vince McMahon. I didn't get the check notes or listen to it. I didn't have a chance to. I haven't, I haven't read a thing about it. No, also, no. Bill Namott's not going to be on Tough Enough. Oh, <laughs> no. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who no, would you I, I, I'm actually extremely sad about Austin not 
Who? I was just gonna I, say. Who'd you guys like to see replace him? Sorry, Amen. <laughs> wow. No, that's fine. Skype uh, standoff. Skype standoff. Go ahead, Amen. No, well, no, I was gonna say. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, and, and I'm upset of Austin not hosting because if anyone's watched uh, either the first season of Tough Enough or anyone that's watched Broken Skull Challenge, mm-hmm. he's probably one of the greatest like reality show like competition hosts. And honestly, like, that shows probably why he's not doing Tough Enough. That, that is maybe, why. Yeah, that is, that is why. Because he said something. I read it about uh, was supposed to film like February, March, or something, and mm-hmm. now it got pushed back. So of course it interferes with. I think his... it is a scheduling thing. Yeah, okay. and not that yeah. he wouldn't want to. He would right, love right, right, to right. in an ideal world, but his schedules conflict. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, and he's got a lot of. He's building his own brand outside. You know, maybe not so much movies, the reality show, the podcast, everything like that. So, you know, good for him. So, who would we want to see replace him as host? Wow, who could uh, Triple H? I got one. I, I saw I was, Triple H has his hand. I know, in so I know, many. I know. But he would be. <laughs> I I I was watching because I've been trying to go through the first season of Tough Enough. Regal, oh, Fleck, Fleck, Regal, ah, oh yeah. Can That's can it. Fleck him over and say yeah, hi? Yeah, you can, you can come, come here, over. Fleck. Come on, come on, over and say hi. Come on. All right. There's room on the couch. It's all right. <laughs> he doesn't want to share a couch with me, so instead you guys get to see my my other tag partner. <laughs> Look at his hair. What do you think, Sting? <laughs> oh, that one. Sting <laughs> says <laughs> that. Or you know yeah, who'd Sting be said really? he but, uh, Regal never do it. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Eamon. Sorry, Eamon. Taker. I was going to say Taker would be good, too. Yeah. No, 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 you're good. There's, I there's don't weird, see that. There's a weird delay happen. thing happening, which is why we're, yeah. getting, we're crossing over. But uh, um, Regal, Regal is a good one. Uh, apparently, he's actually, actually going to be taking over at the Performance Center. Uh, Goldust, mm-hmm. I think, would be really kind of cool. I don't know if he would be as controversial or as like sort of like hard-nosed as like an Austin or somebody like that. But I feel like he'd be a good – like one of the, the – Tra- like one of the trainers that, that yeah, you would have yeah. on there. Because you, you need a marquee guy, unfortunately. My and choice. Regal's not that. I mean, uh, Bobby, what, what would you want? Um, my, my choice would be, he's probably busy, but I, I would say Jericho. Probably he good. Be, he'd be decent because he hosted that robot fighting show. I don't think he'd be tough enough. I think he could put Booker <laughs> T maybe in the tough <laughs> spot. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I think he could put Booker T. In, you could put Booker T in that top spot. Oh, Booker T, yeah. Maybe you know JBL. Huh. Is uh, Bret Hart? Four out of ten. No, you just give everyone uh, the four out of ten. Job. You Gee, give everyone no, the four out of ten. No, I don't think Bret is good at anything right now. Um, Jimmy Hart. Jeez. I'm oh, sorry. Actually, he's not. No, guys, we're missing the most obvious person. Piper! Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. The most sorry. obvious person. Dusty Rhodes. <gasps> I thought about Dusty, but the reason I didn't say it is just because I don't know if they want someone that's, like, going to get in there and be, you know, not that he can't, because I'm sure Dusty Rhodes could kick him my butt, but I'm just saying I thought maybe they would want someone that is going to actually get in there and, like, you know. Every elimination is a bull rope oh, challenge. Um, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, yes. Steamboat's apparently doing a lot at uh, the Performance Center, so. Good, that good. Norman yeah. Smiley. Well, what, if, what if it just becomes the trainers? <laughs> like, I, I mean, at least for the backup. fucking Norman Smiley. He's a trainer <laughs> well, no, no, I, no, I'm with you. But, but what if you fill out the rest of that crew? You have one head guy, like like hey. that Stone Cold position. You have Norman Smiley, Sarah Del Rey, and who's the other one that's in there now? Uh, A-Train. A-Train? Yeah. A-Train could be uh, uh, Yeah, Jason Albert. Or even Graves, maybe, you know? I was going to say that. What about Sarah Del Rey? What Sarah Del Rey would be, be a good one. I would love to I, see I mean, her do like I the last like, promo class. Like, oh, yeah. She just gets in the face of everybody. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Um, 
I don't know, but they'd have to do a bit. They have the, the library, um, everybody except for Deserto Ray, actually, uh, for those guys, so they can introduce them. And we have Bill DeMond all over the stuff, and what the hell did he do in WWE, right? DDP. Um, DDP would be probably that a good would, one. That would he, be good. he gets my ass moving on yoga. So you do DDP, DDP yoga. Oh yeah. Go. I, I actually just got DDP yoga for it's good stuff. birthday, so I'm gonna be starting that too. Get that working. Get that working. The wife yeah. is on it. The wife has, has a mix of John Cena's ten week challenge and DDP yoga. <laughs> so she's 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 doing good. Um. Anyways. Uh, actually, side note, uh, go to boldpittsburgh.com, and there's actually an article about her 10-week challenge with John Cena uh, if you want to find out more about that. And I think she's going to be probably putting that over on the other sites, too. Hi, so. hi, Miss Sorg. Hi, Mrs. Sorg. <laughs> hi. She's a good baker. Yes, she is. Oh, man. Yes, I, I think is. I'm going to have to unfollow her on Facebook because... And there's so much healthy stuff. <sighs> yeah, my, my relatives were cursing her. I, we shouldn't get into this. This is a... This is a <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, wait, hold on. There's... there's okay, back, first wait, of all... Going back? Go, uh, okay, go back, and then I want to go forward. Um, it wouldn't be uh, a... a uh, uh, thing with, unless Riz said the great collie and he did in the chat room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for tough enough I'd be okay with you that. imagine that final promo class of Kali didn't he tweet bro, just bro, to bro. say hi to Jericho last night or something yeah he said hi bro hi bro <laughs> It was the best. I loved. I loved. I'm sorry. Side note. I loved hearing uh, Cena talking about all the people that he traveled with. Like, the the Tajiri yeah. spot. Uh, him and the him and thing yeah, him and Tajiri and all these other guys and and uh, him and Carano and Cole apparently just go to Barg, be angry and talk about things. And this is them. Well, you know? John Cena saves marriages. John Cena saves marriages. He saves marriages. Just couldn't save his own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Sorg. Saved that Wiz Khalifa marriage. Saved that Wiz Khalifa marriage. <laughs> they should have never let Wiz Khalifa split with his wife. Nope. Uh, but back to it. Um, so uh, uh, back to this list. First of all, I'm excited. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, although I was jealous because I think I saw was was it Gregory Iron that had a picture? Somebody got him one uh, copy of Rock and Wrestling for his birthday. So really <laughs> jealous of you, Gregory Iron. Um, uh, more rivalries, more countdown, more this stuff. Culture shock with Corey Graves. Check out the description. Corey Graves reveals a variety of unique venues, customs, music, food, uh, people as WWE tours travel. It's a travel show with Corey Graves. Nice. Did you expect that? Um, unfiltered with Renee Young as more uh, interviews the superstars over pop culture celebrities covering just about everything, um, including Renee's guests include Grammy Award winner Wiz Khalifa, Skylar Gray. <laughs> Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. So it, that's coming up in May. Uh, Live with Chris Jericho is now going to be a monthly thing uh, because Stone Cold was a little too raw for them. Uh, Jerry Springer is actually popping up here at the end of April. Um, I saw a date on one of these articles. I apologize. April like 27th, I think I saw. Uh, Diva Search, of course, is coming up in the fall. And Swerved. We didn't talk about this. Speaking of that 90s uh, Attitude Era thing, how about like the director of Bad Grandpa and Jackass doing yeah. a show, doing a prank show? I, You know, is this not the worst time to work in the backstage for WWE? Because you're going to be interviewed for a travel show. You got this unfiltered thing about pop culture you get to be a part of. You get, And you're worried about a prank that can actually be put on TV. Um, and, and you have to dodge the Total Divas cameras. And the dodge the Total Divas cameras and walk around without your pants on. Um, but... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Any final thoughts, uh, uh, Sarah? But I know uh, you know uh, we're at the end of our time with you here. Um, no final thoughts. <laughs> this has been interesting, guys. <laughs> What's coming up for you? 
Oh, geez, what's coming up for me? So, again, big debut at MCW in Maryland. I'm very excited. I'm going after the women's title there. So, everyone look out. Come to the show. Uh, follow them. Twitter, Facebook, yeah. Um, also, Five Star Wrestling. Um, you know, hopefully going back to 1CW in Delaware here soon. Um, maybe making my way down south. So, anyways, just follow me online, social media, and find out where I'm going next. That's at Serafini, of course, on the Twitters. You're on YouTube as well. And if this Chachi made over. that video. Oh, yeah, that's right. Chachi made that. He made that little package for me, yeah. There you go. Yeah, look at that shoe right to the throat or casey carlisle there you go go check her out what's the website um twitter facebook serafini youtube italian diva as instagram serafini all, all right. things social media check her out she's a friend of the show and you can check out our interview we did with a year ago a year ago with her um i know you weren't a fan of it <laughs> oh i was so back. nervous i apologize <laughs> oh it happens I was really nervous. I'm like, why are people nervous coming on this show? I mean, look at I, the surroundings. I'm, I know, <laughs> and I've known this you for... This is not a big studio, you know? I've known you for how long, but right, it, right. it was just my first like on-camera live interview, and I it's just... It's weird. I, knowing these youngins, when they were trainees, pulling cord for us. <laughs> I was pulling cord for you. Good times. Good times, Sork. I'm glad yep, that we've yep. grown. And then he got replaced by that guy that, that left wanted to leave the building after I yelled at him. Why do you yell at him? Because I tripped over him. He didn't know where the hell to stand out there. Uh, then I sat next to you and played music for a while. That couple, was good. That was good. Couple years. We got good times. <laughs> good times out there. Good times. Good time. Thank good you, times. everybody, for having me, Feeny Army. Thank you very much for tuning in and watching the playback on YouTube, right, Sorg? You'll be on YouTube right. uh, and, of course, on iTunes and all the places with audio and video. So, um, so can't wait to get that out there to people. Thank you very much Thank for thank you very uh, much, everyone, uh, uh, chiming in on the uh, on the women's wrestling situation. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, for you guys uh, supporting the show, I want to also support the people that are supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with pizza at Slice on Broadway. SliceonBroadway.com. Uh, good friends of the show. Uh, great gourmets from scratch stuff. And uh, really cool to, to have them be a part of the show and, and donating one of these guys every week to, to help our guests. Uh, uh, you know, it's dinner time usually when most people come through here for Awesome Cast, Boss Battle, or whatever, what have you. And uh, and they help us out. They're uh, right down the tracks here in Beachview in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. And uh, uh, right, right here in uh, Carnegie, PA on Main Street as well. And check them out, SliceOnBroadway.com, uh, PJH underscore Slice on Twitter. And of course, Slice on Broadway on Facebook and Instagram and let them know that the wrestling mayhem show sent you we'll be right back with uh dj lunchbox with his bigger batter bigger question i said bigger twice question is question is same size same size question this is the honor chic you listen to the mayhem show iran number one russia number one usa ah. He is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and it's time for that biggest of big questions, or maybe just a regular size question-ish. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. I'm it's so it's probably going to be regular size. <laughs> probably regular size. Mm. Fun size question. He's back. He's got the question. Um, LB, uh, did, did we do a serviceable job without you with the big questions? I think you guys did an excellent job. Excellent. So what do you, what do you, tremendously. What do you got for us this week? You know what my favorite part of the big question is? The part where it's over? 
No. Asking, asking, <laughs> asking the question? No. Uh, my favorite part of the big question is that I don't have to sing a theme song for it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Not yet. Uh, although I think <laughs> I think we should record like an official one. Yeah, we, anyway. should. we should. Okay, so uh, professional wrestling as a whole, uh, we know this uh, from an outside perspective. Uh, we like we speculate on the sport, right? That's just that's just how it is. That's just the nature of the beast. You got to speculate. Why? Because there's not a lot of transparency in professional wrestling. We know more than some people do because some people here uh, work in professional wrestling. Um, some of us here have worked for the WWE before, so we know a little bit more than the average bear, uh, which doesn't know shit because bears have tiny little walnut-sized brains. I don't know if you knew that, but that's why bears shit in the woods, and that's why they have the saying, "Does the Pope shit in the woods?" Now. Don't make fun of bears. Shit! Shit! God damn it! <laughs> Welcome back, LB. That bear had a family. I didn't know where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Let's see here. Bears. Pope. Pope D'Angelo De Niro. TNA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Okay, so uh, wrestling as a whole, in like it, it didn't maybe it didn't invent it. I don't know the origins, the etymology of the word, but it popularized the term kayfabe. And kayfabe, at his heart, meaning is means keep up your character and keep up the line. Wrestling is an industry based on secrets. When Vince McMahon came out and said, "Yes, some of the things we do is staged," people fucking shit a brick in the wrestling. World. A lot of other people were like, ah, I knew it. And everyone else is like, you're not that fucking smart. <laughs> My question, this, this nature of wrestling is slowly changing with social media and uh, uh, with the internet and everything like that. We're getting more and more of a behind the scenes look at professional wrestling. And they're really starting to embrace it to a certain degree. But as Sorg mentioned earlier on this very episode, you still don't really know if a tweet is genuine or if it is a work or what the deal is. Now, my question, my big question to you gentlemen here assembled here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show is, what if suddenly there was complete transparency in professional wrestling? If there were uh, there was a website that suddenly cropped up like ESPN.com, where if they reported something, it was 99% true. Complete transparency in professional wrestling. How would that change the business? And how would that change this show? That's the big question. This show. This very show. The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Wow. Um, wow. I will answer quickly. Okay. How it would change the business, there would be uh, – I think there would be a lot of uh, changes in the practice, a lot of the ways that, um, that wrestlers are treated backstage, and it might even change you know, the, the, the locker room culture that they have uh, and things like that. And especially if um, you know, merchandise sales and salaries suddenly become complete public knowledge, you know, that, that's going to change a lot, a lot there. Um, and on top of that, uh, as far as this show is concerned, I think this show at that point improves. There's less speculation and there's more room for us to just lay back and enjoy and bask and soak in the thing that we love so well. Hmm. Hmm. Good point. That's my answer. Hmm. I will combat that with um, 
I think your coverage will be more interesting. You'll, of course, we're already seeing this a little bit, but stuff being covered, of course, on ESPN, especially around WrestleMania. Um, I think you'll have more... The more I think things will change in the content, I think things would stay the same. Um, because have you looked at reporting and everything on um, on real sports? Have you looked at hockey blogs? Have you looked at baseball blogs? Um, I think... I think, um, as a whole, all those will be there, but I feel like what you're going to get is still based on speculation, because I, I think, you know, not being a frequenter of sports blogs, I did love, I was entertained greatly, mostly because they have wrestling gifts every once in a while, uh, the Pence blog. And a lot of it was perception and feeling, regardless of this is a real sport with press conferences, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to that point, are you saying that it's, a, it's like 99% exposed as regular sports are? or No, it's, it's, it's complete transparency. More than, more than professional sports? More than professional sports, yes. Okay. Then, because there's, like you said, there are there is still a lot of speculation and everything like that. But essentially, you're kind of taking uh, a lot of the speculation out of the equation. Right. I, I think again. Or, or do you think it would that people would still speculate and not believe what they're being told? Yes, I think I think the people that go off and and make stories. Well, the the word on the street is the feeling backstage is da 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 da. That's still going to be a thing. Only maybe that'll actually be discussed on on a version of an ESPN that that cares about wrestling. Right. Um, I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we, we kind of uh, sit here and think like, oh, this is a sport and this and that. It should be treated the same way as this. It's not, guys. It's a stage show. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. theater. It's is the what we're doing is the, what we're doing here on this podcast is no different than somebody that has a soap opera digest podcast. Which mm-hmm. coming next week. Coming next week from Sorgatron <laughs> Media. And to that extent, I think, um, but to how this show changes, um, I think because those news sources won't change too much, I would only hope, the only difference I would hope is more credible news sources step up to report on it than we have now. Because unfortunately, let's be honest, some of these are freaking dirt. They are yes. dirt sheets. The and they the make website? no sense. Oh, what? Sorry, sorry. The, the, the websites that we follow are just complete dirt. And and uh, and there's a few credible ones. And and even then, it's like, well, where did you get these from? You know? Um, and it's all rumor and speculation. And I don't know. I, I, I don't think you're going to have, like, it doesn't make sense to me that, you know, you would have WWE have a press conference about, uh, uh, I don't know, what's, what's an, it was a bank, about Stone Cold and Vince having issues. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I think we already have that to an extent because of all these people that have podcasts. And they're like, well, actually, this is how it is. Like, I think we do have our transparency, uh, regardless of WWE having a hand in it or not. So, um, did I answer both sides of the question? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who wants next? I think the uh, website's going to be run by Mets fan forever or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be right 90% of the time. <laughs> it's going to be based on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think, it, I think it'll change it for, for the best if that happens. Um, it'll be it'll be more professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe WWE.com could become this one day. Who knows? Awesome. And that reality error that they're talking about. So we'll yeah. see. I don't think it'll change our show much. No. <laughs> 
Um, I, I think that if there was like real transparency of what was going on backstage and stuff like that, I think that would aid towards getting the wrestlers a union. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if, if you're talking like it's gonna be more like sports, like uh, the MLB players have a union, the NFL players have a union. Like, if wrestling was truly transparent, we knew exactly what was going on with why this guy wasn't on this show, how like injuries that these people have, and how bad they really are off sometimes. Like, I think it might mean less house shows because of the transparency. Um, and I think it might mean that more people will take time off or we might get like, not a season format, but something like where we get a few less shows, definitely less pay-per-views a year. Like, I, I think more transparency would benefit the product because people would be able to get into it a little bit more because they know kind of what goes on backstage and what goes into it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to look at it from a completely different perspective. And presumably, the WWE wouldn't be treating their fans like idiots anymore. Because they have all this extra knowledge. Kind of, kind of, um, kind of, kind of a side note to what you say I would, on the union side. I would love WWE to have a mandated for health reasons. Like mm-hmm. maybe a nine months on the road, three off for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like they need to for for you can per, do that staggered for too. for per, yeah. for personal mental and physical health. I I think mm-hmm. I think that's something that needs to happen. Um, and and plus, it would help push new stars too. It would push. It would give room to push new stars. You don't have to wait till everybody get injured. Miss is talking about oh I couldn't wait. To, I was so happy I got injured because I can have time off the road and, and refresh myself and refresh my gimmick, right? Um, but I don't know. This, this is kind of a side question, but but I, it's just. I, I think it's needed, and you can stagger. And plus, you could have you could have more people do more side projects like movies and stuff. Do side do side projects like that, and um, it's not like they need to go away for three months. Yeah. They can still and, do appearances and stuff, but they're not doing the whole boom, boom, boom that everybody has to do every week. So. Like that's when they should do charity work tours. <clears throat> yeah, sure, something easy, you know. We're like, at least you're doing this. Like, go heal up, you know. Everybody needs it because, like, CM Punk, you're throwing yourself at the mat every night, you know. Um, and it's it just you need to. You just really need to. I, mean, I think that would and, help a lot of people out for longevity of their careers. But I don't. And I don't think I don't think it would really change this show as much. I think we'd still be fucking awesome. So there you go. There you yeah. go. Uh, Eamon? Uh as far as the business goes, I guess I, I'll garner it to more just WWE. Uh, I think the the audience in which they focus on would be changed. Um, I I mean, we talk about how a lot of the cases when we talk about WWE, there's a there's this guy that well, it's not really for us. Um, it's for a younger audience, uh, someone who may not always know how scripted or how you know in depth wrestling is. Uh, I think with transparency like that um there would be a more uh they would garner their uh, attention more towards the audience that knows that it's fake or knows that it's staged or or you know all those aspects but still watches it because they in, either enjoy the athleticism or the storytelling or whatever it may be um because in theory like that's that would be your audience pretty much um it would also i think hold wwe more accountable um, on certain aspects, and I think that's for the greater good, definitely. Um, as far as our podcast goes, I don't know if it would directly affect us. I do think there would be a much there would be much few shows garnered towards wrestling because 
you know, if if you have an ESPN-esque thing that is covering what's going on, you really only need one source, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I mean, unless, you know, there would be opinion pieces and, and, and stuff like that, but I think people are going to direct their attention more towards, you know, the news of whatever, you know, going on, I guess. Um, you know, I, I, I think it would definitely change up the podcasts, you know, internet sort of um, news realm, but I don't know if it would directly like hurt us, I guess. Um, but yeah. Awesome. I think that's everybody here along here, right? Riz is, Riz is, oh, Riz is here. I'm sorry. He, I don't have here. him in a slot. I, I apologize for that, Riz. Sure. This is the second time now. Yes. I, I was either on the show or Riz. in the chat room. Um, but no, uh, to answer the question, though, um, I kind of agree on the side of Mad Mike on this one. Uh, it would totally affect how they run things and how and maybe have that union happen and maybe get those three months off and six months on or whatever the thing was. I'm not sure. I suck at math. Um, but I just feel like it would, it would like the like AJ Lee or CM Punk would get the time off that they need. And, and maybe this show would, you know, kind of, nuts you know and, and maybe our show would be knocked down just a bit but i don't think in a whole that uh the podcasting realm would be affected because even though those espn got espn does cover it if something like espn covers wrestling there's still going to be those little side projects like what we do here for the wrestling mayhem show uh just like there is for you know I, I believe there is stuff for like football talk and hockey talk and stuff like that. Um, will it be, you know, lessened and will we know more about it? Yeah. But it's more fun. To, it, it's fun to talk about still. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why, that's why we get together every Tuesday because it's fun to talk about. We don't, we don't say, Hey, Hey guys, 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 breaking news. We don't say that. We don't say stuff like that it, because we just have fun. And that's why we're here. Uh, some other people, like uh, I don't want to n- name any tweets or tweeters or anything um, like that, but like the breaking the breaking the stories before they happen suck. They suck. Uh, but having having that transparency would probably kill those guys off. Like, but but as for us, we still would be doing stuff. And having more fun since they're not there and they're getting our audience and we're getting their audience. So fuck them guys. Um, but yeah, it, it's just to the point where I just feel like it would be healthier if it was more transparent and the fans did know a lot of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's just pretty much it. All right. Well, with that, uh, let me see what we got here. If anybody's in the chat room, I don't know. Is the chat room alive? Okay. Um, anyways, we're all on. They're, they're, oh, you're all in here. That's right. Everybody, everybody, everybody rolled off once Sarah left. 
Let's see how it is. Sorry, I was going. I was actually going through a few things. We had a lot of comments. I, you know, we don't use the YouTube comments, but apparently some other people are that found us tonight. So sorry about that. If you, if you, hi YouTube, hi YouTube. We are on the YouTube, so it's true. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, we so so let us know what you think of uh, of the big question. Um, you know, particularly what if it was a hundred percent and um, and everything like that. And uh, let's see. Uh, last week. Oh, if you hit us on the, the the big question, you will get. I got my notes here. IWC's best of 2014. This includes guys like Matt Hardy is on there. Um, our friends of the show like Facade doing some great great matches. Andrew Palace, um, and and it's the very best. Dalton Castle is making waves over the Ring of Honor, of course. Um, yes, all over the place. So uh, uh, go check that out. It's uh, actually not even released yet. We're releasing it this week on PittsburghWrestling.com and IWCWrestling.com. Bring a few copies to Meadville for the Night of the Superstars yeah, 4. Um, but you'll get it here next week if you answer with hashtag WMSBigQuestion on the Twitter. Follow at Mayhem Show and uh, you'll have a chance to win that from PittsburghWrestling.com. Now this past week, last week's uh, big question was uh, discussing... Oh no. Oh no. What was it? <laughs> um, RWA... Well, RWA March, March to Victory was the... Um, that was my question too, wasn't it? Oh, what was the thing that made you stand up in wrestling lately? Or last mm-hmm. thing, like, what was a big memory of you know what? Because we were all uh, reacting to WrestleMania, standing up. Yes, Seth Rollins. Yes, Jen Carlin's breaking her hand on her ceiling because she got up so yeah. quick. You know that kind of situation. So we got a few responses from that, which is really awesome. Um, first of all, from old OG Mayhemer Chad the Shad uh, Spear. Spear. Uh, when Edge came back from injury to enter the Royal Rumble and won. <laughs> we mentioned that earlier tonight. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, LB. Um, another one from uh, do, 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 do. another one from Kyle uh, says Eddie Edwards being out of action. How long will it take? Wait, wait. This is actually another question. Yeah, I don't know what he's answering. Um, Occupy Pro Wrestling Pirate of Sparks. A friend uh, Alex says uh, he had a good answer to the big question until Seth Rollins went and stole it from me. Right. <laughs> We had one from our friend Gabriel via email. What made me ride on my seat? Maven eliminating big <laughs> evil taker. Brock uh, Lesnar. Oh, huh. I don't want to. S- uh, okay, I'll, I'll say this one the way it's written. Uh, Brock Lesnar going full retard shooting star press. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, okay, taker, buddy. taker buddy. throwing uh, mankind off the hell in the cell, of course. Mm-hmm. Eddie's memorial on Raw. I rose up a class for five minutes to honor him, my favorite wrestler. So awesome. Thank you for the responses, as off color as some of them may be. Um, so you guys uh, will be picking up the ones that actually a- answered this question. I don't know where this other one came from. Um, we'll be getting March to Victory 2015 with that big last man standing match between intergender between Mickey Knuckles and uh, Nicholas Esteban Taylor and I make a cameo yelling at wrestlers. I checked it out a couple days ago. (laughs) You hear me. Yes. It's it's, it's basically me going, no, 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 shit! Um... Yes, they got a little too close. Uh, but go, no, please, uh, hashtag WS Big Question for your chance to win. Um, of course, best of. And, of course, please check us out, uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash WMS. Support the show. Get some cool threads. 
a lot of fun stuff on there. And um, of course, we got a spread shirt where, of course, the Mayhem Club T-shirts, because uh, you're still allowed to make gimmick or gimmick infringing uh, Bullet Club shirts over on Spreadshirt. So, um, just a quick one there. Just a quick reminder. So let's get into the fan mails. Um, Gabriel <laughs> emailed us, and Amen, Amen didn't mean to hurt your feelings. LOL. It was a miss last week. He told us like whose voice on the show annoys him the most and such. So, um, and least, and least, Sorg, and least, yes, and least. Anyways, yes, Riz, you're a badass. <laughs> Riz is number one fan right here. Um, first off, guys, I post videos on the Facebook group. Uh, so you can see uh, me talk. I'm not Riz. However, I look a little bit like Mad Mike, but I sound different. Okay. I like that he didn't say better <laughs> in either of those regards. He's getting, so thank he's you, getting your good graces. I knew uh, the question Mad Mike gave was a sarcastic question. I enjoy playing along with you guys. Uh, oh. Our badass. Uh, one question to Bobby. Bobby. Okay. Uh, who has the best personality? My answer, Eamon. God damn it. Wow. Oh, on, oh, on, on, on the Bobby. On the Bobby. That was Bobby's question. I'm sorry. What yeah, was, was the personality? Question. And Eamon has the best personality. At least he got two out of three, bro. Okay, uh, let me try this again. Who's the funniest? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, that's probably just going to be LB. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's sweet. I have a better question. When, Who has- in, in that last month when he wasn't here. <laughs> no, wait, no. Lunchbox, what is your question? Who has the best testicles? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Keep in mind, mine are bronze. <laughs> he, also, he also goes on best voice, Sorg. I got one. I got one. Uh, best look, Eamon. Look at you! Well, with we, that, oh, we esta- no, we established this. Your fussy hair there, like this is uh, this, you got who the. Are you, who it, are you it, indifferent it, to? You got even woke up like this. <laughs> no, no, he he really woke up like best that. personality. <laughs> Amen. Also, Amen, you're growing on me. Uh, the more I watch you, smiley face. Rip yeah, right yeah. Amen. Get that cookie. Wait, Amen. I think you're his favorite now. Yeah, yeah, Riz. It's got some competition. Eamon, um, He's no badass. I, I'm no badass. <laughs> no. You've grown a you're custom not. to your uh, face. <laughs> wow. I, he wants your face. Eamon. I don't even know. So apparently we also got a voicemail here. Did anybody listen to this? Did anybody vet this one? I need to put one of nope. you guys on vetting nope. these things. No. Nope. Oh, I, I, I was doing the My show. Guess. All right, all right. It this is. is from Antonio Garza. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Oh, I'm going to punch boy. him. Oh. He, has, he has the real best voice. Stop threatening me. He's, the, he's definitely the best voice for covering Lucha Underground. Holy crap. Yeah. By the way, maybe we can All right, right guys. You ready? Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is I-02K. I am calling today because I am too lazy to send an email. What? So to answer, last que- uh, answer. the last big question from last week. Moment that made me stand up, Alberto Rio winning the Royal Rumble. I was yeah. the only heel Mexican at the bar, and it got really, really awkward. Uh, Raw last night, didn't watch it. It was boring. I only watched one hour. The Jericho podcast, it sounded really, really controlled and scripted. But it was good. I liked it. New Japan Pro Wrestling Invasion Attack, 
It was amazing. Go watch it. Pause the show. Go watch it now. And the real reason I'm calling in, I want to open a challenge. I want to make a challenge to every member of the Wrestling Mayhem Nation of Domination. You see, I've been a Patreon for over a year now. Yes. And I just don't think I'm doing enough. So what I want from April 8th to May 8th, I want to challenge each and every one of you. Riz, Bobby, Launch Boss, AJ, well, you're already there. Sword, Brother Sword. What did I do? And all the fans and all the guests that we have each, each week. I want to challenge you to become a Patreon for one month. In one year, AJ and I haven't done much as we wish we would. But I know if in one month we all pitch in, we can make a big change. So I challenge you all. I hope we all, I hope I'll see you at Patreon type. Latest Mayhem. Heal Garza out. Well, I did, Ray. So I'm out. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're all right. Yep, yep. You did it for yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a month. Three weeks, didn't you? I did for you a only month. did it so you could fuck up Mayhem Mania. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the one thing I asked you to do, the yep. one thing, and you fucking dropped the ball. I had no control what? over what? that. What? What? Yeah. It was already turned into a hell in a cell. Yeah. And you could have fixed it. You could have no, fixed it. Don't think I didn't follow while I was gone, motherfucker. You aren't allowed to take off stipulations. What? You what? aren't allowed to what? take off stipulations. What? No, that was fine. You yeah, that was the fine. That was fine. Just the match had to stay intact. You could have. You could have. They changed the match. You were in a perfect position to change it back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sit. I, Cheats. I stand by my Cheats. ass. Let's bring this around. You know what? You still got to own up, Mad Mike, because you got to. Uh, let's see. We're still on the impact question mark watch. Uh, well, I did watch. Uh, so there's the question. Um, they they had this thing called Bell to Bell this week. Yeah, I, I saw the the tweets for this. What what was this about? No Bella, idea. Bell to Bell. No idea. Uh, they never explained it, Sword. Not once did they say what the fuck bell to bell meant. Okay. Um, I if if they meant it was nonstop action, they were wrong. Um, I mean there were three decent matches on it. Nothing I'd really write home about. Okay. Uh, and the wolves have to give up the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Honestly, until there until there's a a change in the world title scene. I'm going to be very down on it because I, Kurt Angle just needs to stop. He, he needs to stop. He needs to pass the torch on to someone. He needs to go into the Hall of Fame and retire. He's already in the Hall of Fame. He needs to go into the real Hall of Fame, not the one with three people in it. All active wrestlers, by the way. Yes. All active wrestlers and all wrestlers Ethan Carter has defeated. There you go. There's real Hall of Fame. All right, so there you go. Impact Bell Watch. That's done. <laughs> Impact Bell Watch. You're just going to change that middle word every week, aren't you, Sorg? Don't reveal the gimmick. Um... Sorg, you wanted more transparency. Ow. Wow. Damn it. Wow. That was loud. Oh. I know. I You're trying to wake up everybody from that Impact Watch. watch. I know. Exactly. <laughs> what I miss. What I miss. So, so, Bo- uh, the Penguins lost, Bobby. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad, so sad. On that note, uh, I guess it's time to learn, uh, find out what we learned from wrestling this week, right, guys? 
I guess so. You sure. guess so? You guess so? What do you got, Papa Lunchbox, your first week back here? Oh, it's my first week back. And you're starting with me. <laughs> well, what did you learn from your month off? That was on Awesome uh, Cast. That was, yeah, that was Awesome Cast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what did I learn? <laughs> Man, Mike, what'd you learn this week? <laughs> I learned that uh, Dario Cueto makes really awesome trios teams. And I'm super excited about a trios title belt. I, keep, I heard you guys talking about that on a midweek war this week. I'm excited for it, too. I want to mm-hmm. check it out. So I saw the belt. So. Awesome. The belts are very pretty. They are. They are. What about you, Bobby? I learned that Adrian Neville is a better version of the Hurricane. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. I like the Hurricane. Don't get me wrong, but he's like a more serious future version of the Hurricane. So he's the DC New 52 Hurricane? No, he's the Marvel Hurricane. (laughs) Okay. Nothing DC about it. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) What about you, Eamon? Uh, I learned that uh, when it came to the uh, the, uh, once uh, fully living Raw announced theme, uh, Michael Cole was the problem, apparently. Fully <laughs> <laughs> living? <laughs> wow. Because uh, last night's commentary was pretty good. Uh, maybe it was Michael Cole. I don't know. Wow. What about you, LB? <sighs> hey. Riz, what'd you learn? He's out of practice. It's okay. Riz, what'd you I really, learn? I really am. I really am. Did you learn anything about John Cena? Uh, I, I learned, well, I no, I would say I learned that he's a, a fan of the chive, but I already knew that he was a fan of the chive. Uh, I learned, I learned that Chris Jericho is fooling himself, uh, because he thinks that little, uh, that strange little cord is, is going to work as an effective scarf. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What about you, Riz? Uh, I learned that with John Cena, anything can be fixed. Even a broken marriage. Oh, wow. (laughs) Multiple. From the social medias uh, over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page, uh, Gabriel learned that the WWE makes fantastic heels and not so great faces. I think there's a list somewhere, too. I think I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, Also, from the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group, where a lot of the conversation is happening, uh, you guys want to hop in there if you want to be part of that. Uh, Mac Harlan's learned... Oh, wait, this is another conversation. Wait, what's happening? Uh, Garza learned that the tag teams are the biggest type of bonding and not even Bull Club can make Kenny forget about the good days of Ibushi? New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Um, Carlin's tap new tap day tap sucks. Yep. Alex cars. Alex cars learned that. Yeah. yeah they still kind of suck. <laughs> new. Alex cars learned that the clappy is an effective anger answer management therapy. The anger angry uh, therapy. Uh, Gabriel elaborates on his um, um, fantastic heels and boring faces in WWE. I mean, look at the heels: Rollins, Wyatt, Rusev, Stardust, uh, being Bad News Barrett, and Ambrose kinda. Um, and for Stephanie. faces, How it's faces. It's uh, Cy- Cena, Reigns, Brian, and Orton. I guess is good. So there you go. I would contend Wyatt should be in there as a good heel. I think he should. Really? We'll agree Ooh. to disagree. 
I'm Who's still the, talking I'm, to you I'm still the face of fear, even though I lost it, maybe. Yeah. Hey, like, like I said, to you got to do something about it. Like um, I said on the Hangout, where is Taker? Where is Taker? He's gone. He's there. So he's stepping up. Um, Carlin's also learned that New Japan Pro Wrestling cameramen are powerless to resist inappropriate close-ups whenever they're in the presence of scantily clad women. And Garza responds, but sell. And Hashtag Japan. Also, I love that the if you if you look up at Mayhem Show on the search, like the pictures are Serafini, Peeps, and uh, and and the uh, uh, Seamus Mohawk. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's our images right now. That sounds accurate. That sounds about right. Ladies, peeps, and mohawks. Uh, anyways, on that point, um, hey, thank you, Serafini, for joining us. Uh, let me double check the chat, make sure I didn't miss anything in there. Uh, but thank you for everybody that dropped in there, including WrestlingRevolution.com and Wheels, of course. We gotta get Wheels back on. I keep forgetting uh, to roll him in too. Uh, just like, yeah. just like yeah, you keep forgetting about Riz. <laughs> well, oh. I did not mean to do that. Did not mean to do that. You um, made the same joke in the chat room, so it's okay. I know it is. He makes worse jokes. <laughs> I really, guys, I really he... missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you guys don't understand. He really does make worse jokes. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> like you think we're bad? Yeah. Yeah, it gets, it gets pretty rough. Do a show with them. Um, anyways, if uh, I was to join, hey, I'll be up in Meadville, PA for IWC's Night of the Superstars for my kind of homestead. So if you went to high school with me and you haven't left town, you can say hi. Um, hey, and, uh, Sorg. What? Bobby, Bobby, I, and Lunchbox, if I if I remember that correctly, are going to be at Steel City Con this week. Yes, we is. There you go. And if you see any of them and recognize no. them as part of the wrestling no. name, no. no, say no. hi and shake their hands. Yeah, they should have a meetup out there or something. And ask if you can shop them. No, I'm no. Saying, ask. No. What, what, was nice it, ask. what was it that I always said to do to Eamon if you saw him in the show? Chop Suck my dick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that is. That is. He really is. That's really. Yeah, but I can't remember how I put it. It was something like like say hello to his penis with your mouth or something like that. I can't remember. Wow. Oh, wow. You, you may continue our outros. We missed you too, LB. And by the way, I, 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 I don't usually get this, but thank you everybody that, that dropped feedback. Not all of it positive, but thank you for the input uh, of us talking with Serafini earlier today. So already seeing that, that, that stuff rolled in. Um, but you can join us here. Of course, we're at live.sorgatronmedia.com, live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Around re- uh, with the 9 p.m. at Wrestling PM. That's what it is. 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can join us and uh, be a part of this so yeah i saw some people uh, had comments on the youtube feed we don't use that we do not use the youtube chat comment system it just doesn't work for us but apparently it's there and we can't shut it off so there's that nope. um so yeah and thank you everybody that's joined us uh stay tuned we got who we got on indie mayhem show tonight we have the returning uh evangelistico oh of, uh, we've, we've had him back on indie mayhem show he's also been on uh on some other sort of general podcast so yes uh, good, it'll be good to have him back. Good to have him talking about some wrestling. Wrestling. Awesome. Um, and of course, check everything out. WrestlingMamShow.com. <clears throat> drops the line 412-206-WMS0. Or good time. Good times. <laughs> good times. Oh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, Mayhem Show out.
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.